All right, and welcome back to the Whole Nine Sports Podcast. With me today is Dallas Flowers, a cornerback from Pittsburgh State in 2022 NFL Draft Prospect. How you doing, Dallas? I'm doing good, you sir. No complaints, man. I'm glad that uh, that we got the chance to sit down. You're someone who, you know, a great athlete, a, a good player from a small school, so I'm hoping for the best for you. But uh, I want to talk a little bit about you're at this point in your career a well-traveled football player. You played at a few different schools. Just just tell me about your journey so far in football. Um, I started off at uh, Robert Moore's University. Um, they're, they're called Ro- Roosevelt University now. Um, played there two years. Um, I transferred to Tiff University for a semester. I didn't play there, but I was there for a semester. Then I transferred to Grandview University with my little brother, uh, Brennan Flowers. Me and him were the two starting corners. I played there for two seasons, 2019, 2020. And um, since COVID, uh, they granted us extra year eligibility. So I transferred to Pitt State 2021 season as a grad transfer. Nice. Uh, and, you know, you were more than just a football player. What was it like for you to be a, a two-sport athlete at Robert Morris in Grandview? Um, actually, uh, I, I played basketball since I was about three years old. Um, played football about fifth fifth grade so really I've been I've been playing both my my whole life so I mean that was just something that I was used to it kind of felt wrong like coming out of high school and just playing one sport so I was trying to play both sports as long as I can until I could no more so it was pretty natural to me and normal hey that, that's great for you you know you, you could play multiple sports I can't play any uh, <laughs> so you know we we average out to one we're cool um, and I, I know you got dinged up a little bit, but can you tell me a little bit about your Shrine Bowl experience and what that was like that week? Uh, yeah, it was it was good. It was a great experience for me. Um, playing against the top guys in the country, FBS is uh, the top FCS players as well. I mean, just the top players in, in the country overall. Um, just hanging out with those guys, um, bonding with them, talking to NFL coaches, see how how some of the NFL teams carry themselves, what schemes they run, how practice are ran, the intensity, the drills. All of that. Um, it was it was it was a great experience. Definitely playing in the, in the radio stadium. It was just it was just great, and I was I was blessed for the opportunity. Hey, maybe you'll be back there in a couple months. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Uh, who who would you say was your your toughest matchup while you were there? Um, my toughest matchup, I would probably say. Hmm. I would probably say Tanner from Idaho State or uh, Samari, the receiver from Nebraska. I'd say those two. Uh, and, you know, you, you had your pro day just a few days ago. And, yeah. I, I mean, we, we know you let it up. But were the numbers what you expected? Did, did you do a little better than expected? Worse? Um, really, um, I was testing. I was testing four threes, four three zeros, two four three five. Um, I got word from a chief scout that I definitely ran like a four three three through four three five. Um, but I mean, for the most part, yeah, I think I did. I think I did pretty well overall. And how much of a chip does that put on your shoulder? That obviously, you know, you guys had a good number of scouts at Pitt State's pro day. You lit it up in front of them. We know the Chiefs were there. We know they were interested. But how much of a chip did it put on your shoulder that you weren't one of those small school combine invites? Yeah. Um. Just knowing that, I mean, my whole life, uh. I came from like like NAIA school, small school, and then it's my past year. I was at a Division two school, so I mean, I wasn't really normal to 
like being the ones who who give credit to because I mean like I, I never really had a trainer so I've just been playing football off the muscle stuff like that so I mean but after this season and uh my my, my determination my, my my worth ethic and the, the stuff that I showcased for them this year and in the, in the years previous I mean that definitely it hurted me a little bit that I didn't get back to the combine but I mean it didn't necessarily hurt me but it was like more of a more of a, like you said, a chip on my shoulder to really, really showcase my skills and my pro and show them that I'm capable, uh, like I'm supposed to be a combat guy, or really, that's just something minor, but really showcase, I'd rather showcase that I'm a I'm an NFL player than just a combat guy, because some people going to the combat doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to be in the league. I'd rather be in the league versus just being at the combat, and I think my, my skills and my game definitely translate to the NFL, so. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a brand new way to think about it. I'd love your approach to that of like, I'd rather be an NFL guy than a combine guy. But you just mentioned, you know, you translate to the NFL. How would you describe your skill set to an NFL team? Um, I'll say um, I'm, I'm 6'1", 197, uh, corner, um, fast, athletic, long, uh, good instincts, great ball skills. Um, I'm a great returner as well. So, I mean, I could, I could come in and play two different positions. I could do the kick return, power return, and cornerback. Um, I'm good at press, uh, good at cover three schemes, just really just playing the ball and making a play on the ball. Like I don't, I don't drop picks. I got about 13 career interceptions. So, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't play corner because I can't catch. I choose to play corner. I got great hands. So, I mean. I like that your approach is that like that I'm not, that you don't play, uh, that you don't play corner because you can't catch. Cause we always see right. a corner drops a pick and we're like, well, that's why they don't play wide receiver. Yeah. <laughs> I like that your approach is I've got great hands, but I could, uh, but I choose to play corner. That's great. Um, yeah. Are there any NFL players that you would say that you model your game after? Uh, I say like Jalen Ramsey, uh, Tony Rogers, Cromarty, guys like that. Uh, is there uh now I, I, I don't know about you cause we can't see this from the film. Are you yeah. a trash talker? Cause I feel like, I feel like at, at corner, you gotta uh, be kinda, you gotta be a little bit of confidence. Yeah, it's like um I say recently, like last couple of years, it'll be like I just be locked in and thrown in. I'm not gonna come out and just start talking smack off rip, but like if the receiver like look at me a certain way or like smack they lift, then yeah, it's it's on for the rest of the game. <laughs> yeah, I uh so like I mentioned, like I I was bad when I played football. But there was one point where uh I was playing corner and I was I guess also corner here, but obviously way worse. Um, but I was on the opposing team sideline. Like that's where I was lined up. And some dude on the bench was like, oh, I'm going to come in and burn you. And I was just like, you don't even play. I was like, you're, you're on the bench. Yes, I, get that. I get that. I get that all the time. Just, just somebody just trying to be known or relevant or just try to get in my head. I get, I get, I get that a lot. Like yeah, some of it just makes no sense. Like, and yeah. I'll, I have a question for you, actually, because I've, I've never asked a corner this, but I want to know from you. Um, what What do you think of when a ball is horribly overthrown, but a corner still throws up the little incomplete pass sign? Um, honestly, I don't. I don't do that. Uh, I, I I say it's like both ways. Like it'd be like, come on now, like the receiver wasn't over there. But then again, it's like if you really look at the corner cornerback position, it's like. First off, everything is for the receiver. If both of them catch the ball, the receiver get the ball. If it's a flag, it's on the defense. So it's like, and like, if I got a receiver about three, four routes in a row, and it's like all deep routes, the receiver get a sub. The corner got to stay in. 
So I mean, I guess it's cool. It's cool for corner to do that from time to time. Like I'm people that know me know I'm all for any kind of trash talk. So if, yeah. if you're gonna do it, you're gonna do it. Um, yeah. Now I mentioned that you know you you're a well traveled player. You even mentioned you have 13 career picks or roughly 13 career picks. Do you have a favorite on the field moment from your career in college? Uh favorite. Yeah, I will say um favorite moment. Uh, can't really necessarily say one, but uh, like on top of my head, but I say one. Uh, I will probably say. I'll probably say Fort the Fort Hayes game this year, um, opening kickoff, kick return, and I had an interception going to halftime, and I had a um a half sack last last collegiate game of my career. So I say that game's pretty good. Yeah, that's a pretty solid moment. Do you have a favorite uh off field moment from your time in college? Mm, favorite off field moment. Um yeah, it was this year at Pitt. Um it was towards the end of the season, what well, was the end of the season it was one of our fans. Cause like week five or week six, I signed one of the kids football. And then that was like around October and then December, their parents sent me me a note to my to my defensive uh defensive uh you know defensive coach. And um he told me that he wanted a a signed helmet from me and a letter with a football for his for his Christmas present. He was about seven, about seven, eight years old. And I sent it to him. Then they showed me the video from opening up the um the present with my jersey, the helmet, and the sign, football and stuff. And it just it brought him to tears. He was he was real happy for it. And I was fortunate to be in that position. That's awesome. Uh that like that that's just like one of those things where you would never think, like, you know, a college kid, like people like kid wants that, but it's like yeah. you got to experience that. So that is awesome. Um, do you have any non football plans coming up? <laughs> uh no not really uh just that, that's just this yeah no i don't right now just just football football to be honest with you that's great uh and we got just one more question for you it's how we wrap up every interview here uh are you familiar with my cause my cleats in the nfl I thought, yeah i believe so yeah you you pick a cause that you want to raise awareness for yeah so yeah i am do you have any cause that you would think that uh that you want to represent? Because you're you're a few months away at this point. Yeah, um, off the top of my head, I would probably say pancreatic cancer because that's what my my grandma on my mom's side passed away from. So going into it, that'd probably be like the first thing I do. And uh, thank you so much, Dallas. Uh, best of luck with your process and just just everything coming up. Like I've said, like you're you're a great athlete. You, you got the tools. So best of luck to you, man. Thank you. I appreciate that.